It's Ember Friday in the third week of Advent. Welcome to today's Advent Cast. This is Father John Zulsdorf. The Gospel for today's Ember Day Mass recounts the visitation of the Blessed Virgin Mary to her cousin Elizabeth. Let's hear a bit of an, a homily by St. Ambrose about today's Gospel. As soon as the Holy Virgin had heard the angel's message, she arose and journeyed through the hill country to visit her cousin. She did not go out of a spirit of skepticism over the heavenly oracle, or because of any uncertainty regarding the messenger, or because she doubted her cousin's pregnancy. She went joyfully, as one goes to fulfill a vow, devoutly, as pious persons perform a duty, swiftly, for her heart was full of happiness. Whither otherwise should she hasten than to the hills and heights, now that she was full of God? God was in her womb, and her heart was sweeping her constantly upward, for the grace of the Holy Spirit knows no tardiness. As pious women, you too should learn from the example of God's mother how to take tender care of a relative who is with child. Till that moment, Mary had remained alone at home, but now her maidenly reserve does not keep her from the public roads. The rough mountain byways do not daunt her zealous purpose, nor the long and wearisome journey her charitable zeal. With her heart bent on loving service and giving no thought to any obstacle, our virgin leaves her home and hastens through the hill country. You, maidens, follow her example. Do not idle about from place to place or loiter in the streets or mix in public gossip. When in the public view, Mary went in haste, but she tarried long indeed for three whole months when at the home of her cousin. Maidens, if you imitate Mary's modesty, imitate her humility too. Cousin goes to visit cousin, she who was young to the one advanced in years. And Mary, too, acted first, and was the first to give the greeting. For it is proper that the more chaste a virgin is, the humbler she should be. She should know how to be of service to her seniors. She who professes chastity must be the mistress of humility. From Memento Mori, a companion on the last things by Sister Teresa Alethea Noble. Jesus tells us in the Gospel that he does not accept testimony from a human being so that we might be saved. But why wouldn't Jesus accept the testimony of John, whom Jesus acknowledges as a burning and shining lamp? Because while John is a lamp, Jesus is the source of all light the burning, shining sun, the center and pinnacle of the universe. Jesus is the truth. John merely came to testify to the truth. St. Hildegard of Bingen described John the Baptist as a man who glittered with miracles in his faithful and serene deeds. He glittered because the light of Jesus' truth burned in him like a thousand suns, and John allowed the light of truth to burn away everything that distracted him from his mission. When meditating on the last things, we can learn from John the Baptist's example. He shows us that by submitting ourselves as living sacrifices to burn in the fire of God's truth, we avoid eternal fire. 
As we submit to God's gentle fire of truth, it burns away our complacencies, wasteful pleasures, unnecessary indulgences, lack of charity, and pride. When we allow Jesus' truth to come close to everyday details of our lives, he purifies us so that we might become like gold tested by fire. In this process, we are transformed from merely reflecting the light to allowing Jesus to burn more brightly both within and through us. St. Robert Bellarmine wrote that one cannot directly fix the eye of his soul upon God, who is the light, without becoming enlightened by him. When we allow Jesus to continually light our baptismal fire through the grace of the other sacraments, our every step becomes fire. We become like John the Baptist, burning, shining lamps that bring God's light with us everywhere we go.